Well, um, I don't know how to start this off. <laughs> um, but I guess I'll just introduce myself. I'm Maria. Um, I basically forced my friend here, Jessica, to <laughs> do a podcast. You did force me. me. Let's just be real about this. You did not force me. I'm it's here been for two the years. Fun. Two years. We wanted. Well, I wanted to start this with you, and we yeah. finally. Yeah, I, th- I think it's been a couple of years. We've been kind of talking about it here and there. It was during COVID, like 2020, I think. I think so, too. That feels about right. Yeah, and then I had a baby, so we didn't do anything for... And you went and had a baby. <laughs> yeah, but... a little postponed. Mm-hmm. Well, um... Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to start a podcast before Halloween of and talk about creepy stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, just just all the creepy stuff. Well, there's a lot of creepy stuff we can talk about. We have. I have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I was just gonna say I could <laughs> tell you about why I'm so obsessed with the creep. Actually, I don't really know why I love creepy stuff. I think. It's probably my cousin's fault. She um, uh, introduced me to the Ouija board at a young age. I think I was about 10. Mm -hmm. We played it in my grandparents' basement. And weird stuff happened. Maybe if she comes on the show, she can tell us about it. (laughs) That'd be interesting. Get get the other side. Get the other take. Yeah, we had some weird stuff happen. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, wanted me to, or not wanted me, but she would show me, like, all those shows, creepy shows on TV. I, but I, I blame her for my um, obsession. And I grew up across the street from a, a graveyard. Um, mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time in a, in a cemetery growing yeah, up. proximity to uh, cemeteries, I feel like, certainly will influence your creep level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... The older I got, I just kind of uh, wanted, it it just was more interesting to me. I actually remember it's when we worked together Mm -hmm. and I was working one day and I, it was like close to Halloween, I think. And I was like, I need to find some ghost stories to listen to on, you know, this fancy dancy podcast app. Um, Mm -hmm. And I found one and I just started listening to, um, like these creepy stories on this podcast and uh I was I was obsessed I think from that moment on with podcasts and it just opened a whole new door for me and I I still don't do well watching scary stuff Mm -hmm. but I can listen to it and read it all day long Mm. yeah I think it's because it makes my brain picture it and I'm not seeing it on a movie you know what I mean yeah, so you're more of a, I don't know, opposite of a visual learner. Yeah. A visual sort of, um, I feel like you're less of a visual person in that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you insert yourself into it more, uh, you know, hearing it, listening to it. Yeah. Than anything else. I think so. I'm the opposite of that. I feel like... I feel like I'm definitely a visual learner whenever I, uh, you know, listen to things. Um, I feel like I soak it in a lot better when I'm watching it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's also hard because scary movies, you know, I'll get into my story too, but I feel like scary movies can be really hard to watch. They are. <laughs> like my sister, she will be like, you haven't seen The Conjury? You haven't seen this movie? You've never seen this movie? Mm-hmm. Like Children of the Corn? And I'm like, no, I've never seen any of those movies. And I think that I, like The Exorcist, I've never seen that. I think that I probably will watch them eventually. But when I was 18 or 19, I saw The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Did you ever see no, that one? Never. Nope. It I that I have. literally, uh, okay. I couldn't sleep. I was 19 years old, I'm pretty sure. And I could not sleep. Or maybe I was 18. But I could not sleep for like a week. I was convinced I was going to be possessed by a demon. And yeah. that was going to happen to me. And it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so like... That, and I remember when I saw the movie Signs for the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I was terrified. Signs um, was really that creepy. Movie's I not remember scary. watching that. That movie's not scary at all. I, when I was a kid, it was very creepy. But it was creepy. Like, I still have I the alien in my head. I say a kid, but I was probably, like, 16. Yeah, I think I was... I don't know what year it came out. I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I just remember my dad took me and my cousin to see it. And it was 2002. Okay, I was in high school, so I, should, I definitely should have been Yeah. not scared was, of it. I probably should not have been scared of it either. I was going to say that's kind of the year I won my senior year of high school. Oh. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm always, I've always been scared of stuff, and like, I lived, remember, no, you, I don't, wasn't friends with you then yet, but I lived on, in a house on Main Street. Mm-hmm. That house, that apartment was haunted. I had some experiences yeah. happen to me there. Um, like, I was, because I lived there with, with my roommate, and then it was right when Matt and I started dating, and mm-hmm. he was working, he bartended, and he was working one night, and I was home cleaning. And I was home alone and uh, I was cleaning the living room and I put all the remotes in this little basket on our coffee table and I walked into my bedroom which was right there Uh and I sat down and all of a sudden I heard something like fly off the table like crumble and I stood up and I was like well I don't have any animals I'm home alone so I walked out there and the remotes everything was just like thrown off the table Never uh, no. tell you that story. You should. You should. Did you walk out immediately and just never go back? Because <laughs> I. <laughs> um. Wow. I sat- no. I. I feel like we haven't discussed it. Maybe we have, and I've forgotten no, because this feels like a very fresh reaction <laughs> to this story. <laughs> um, I remember sitting down and being like, "Okay, that just happened," and I was like panicking, panicking. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that I had really, like, I just was still scared of stuff like that, I think, at this time. And I texted Matt, and I told him what happened, and he was like, he just basically was like, just chill out. Like, nothing happened. It was right. just, you knocked it over, or something like that. Yeah, sort so of a like, typical male well, response. You're not Everything's helping. fine. I'm freaking yeah. out. Um, I don't think my neighbors are home. Wow. So... I don't remember what I did after that. I think I just probably sat in my room and waited for Matt to get home until two in the morning. Um, I, I was terrified. Um, 
there. Yeah. That's scary. And that then is I, very scary. After I moved out of that apartment, mm-hmm. the girl that moved in, I know her, I know her, and she told us that she woke up one night, She her room was in, was my room, and she opened her eyes and she saw this lady standing at the edge of her bed, dressed in white, like your typical, yeah. you know, and yeah. this was old, very old, wow. and I was like, no way, no freaking way. Yeah, that's, that's really something. I, that was creepy. Yep, I would not be back. <laughs> and my neighbor across the hall, she had a bunch of stuff happen to her. Her wow. bedroom door would shut on its own. The toilet would shut. Like, they would okay. be sitting in the living room, and the lid would, would shut. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. I can't, I mean, I can't say that I've had experiences on my own like that where it's, you know, or anything, I mean, I feel like I've, I've had situations where it almost feels like I'm being watched, but I don't know if it's my own paranoia. I'm a little yeah. bit of a skeptic in that way. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm a mixture of both. Like, there are things that just feel way too real to not believe that it's real. Um, and there are things that I just, like, I no way. Like, I think that you are very much like because we're both empaths we both know that but i think you feel i can't remember the i can't remember the term intuitive or like that yeah where are you i can't remember the correct one i'll have to look it up but yes it's like clear sentient clear yeah our audience when you hear stuff right um but you like sense it and you know yeah, I would say that that is very accurate. I feel like I have a high sensitivity to it. Um, I think it's sentience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you have anything significant that that's ever happened to you that you? Well. So, yeah, I'll kind of give my sort of background. Um, So going with, you know, your format, my name is Jessica. And um, like I said, I'm a little bit of both. I am, you know, sort of a skeptic in some ways, but also there are things that I just cannot explain away that just feel way too real to be anything but um, mm-hmm. So I kind of, I kind of have a little bit of both sides of me. Um, as far as stories, gosh, there's so many. I mean, when I was a kid, um, we moved back to Michigan and lived in one of the. There's a very small town that my great aunt lived in, um, and she. Uh, she sort of grew up in this, in, in one of the first homes, if not the first home in this small town here in Michigan. And uh, um, it, it was one of the first homes built. And so it was very, it's a very old home. And there were many things that happened in that house that were just very creepy. Um, so when we moved back, I think I was probably 12, um, 11, 12 years old. Um, I would say, yeah, I would probably say more 11. 
Um, and, you know, things that, I mean, I haven't really heard anything just outright, you know, voices or anything like that, but you would just kind of hear creaks that weren't, you shouldn't have been able to hear. Um, just weird footstep kind of noises uh, that were really creepy to <laughs> have to be around. Um, we only lived in, in that house for a very short period of time, but during that time, it was very creepy. Um, you know, my mother would often say um, that she would see things. I, I personally can't remember ever seeing them, but also I may have just blocked it out. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's totally possible. Um, like if I was really creeped out by it, maybe I yeah. just completely shut it Depressed off. It. Um, yeah. <laughs> Your brain. Um, but even younger than that, even before we moved back to Michigan, there were there were instances where, um, you know, family members had passed, and the very same night that they passed, before our family even knew oh that that God. person had passed, I would sense it. Like I could feel like it just like there were two situations, one situation where a family member had passed and I had told my mother that that had happened um, and that I didn't feel right. Um, like I just felt sick and I wanted to go home. It just made me uncomfortable and I can very clearly remember exactly what I was doing. I was in a parking lot of a church. Um, and I told my mom before she closed the door on the car that, um, this particular family member had passed. I don't remember ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't remember ever like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't remember ever having sort of a sense of being scared of it. It was just, it felt like fact to me. Like Mm -hmm. I was telling her a fact. Um, so that was always interesting. Um, yeah. And then, you know, this other family member, um, I didn't sense it myself, but my, I, I was at like a Girl Scout, you know, retreat of some sort. And, um, I hadn't gotten home yet. And my mother was sleeping. She had fallen asleep in like a chair or on the couch or something. And my sister was playing with really sharp object um, with a letter opener oh my gosh and uh our one of we didn't know at the time but one of our family members had passed that evening um and my mother had gone to sleep my sister was at a desk playing with this letter opener which was very sharp um and it flung out of her hands or she claims that it flung out of her hands and fell behind the desk where she could not reach it um which was very odd um and then she claimed to have seen someone standing in the doorway next to the desk um she couldn't see who it was she couldn't you know she couldn't she couldn't tell who it was just she could see the body um and which was still a letter yeah um and it, it was just a strange experience. So I've had lots of experiences like that, especially with family, family members and people close to us, um, where things like that have occurred. Um, 
But I feel like none of those things have happened to me. But I think also as a teen, I, you know, teen and child, really, I was very scared of like ghosts or any sort of like apparitions Mm -hmm. um, showing themselves to me so much so that I I would always sort of verbally say out loud, you know, do not show yourself to me. I do not want to see it. (laughs) Almost like that is what they tell. Well, when I say they, that's what, you know, I've heard you're supposed to do if you don't want it to show up, if you don't want it. So it's like you knew what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know how I learned that or where I learned it. Maybe, maybe my mother, but, um, yeah, I never wanted to see that. And I still, I, I still would not want, like, if I ever saw that, I would probably feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Um, you know, but I, I definitely had, what's that? I said, I hear things more than I have yeah. ever seen. So I, I also do not want to see. Yeah. I feel it though. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the thing is that a lot of my, a lot of my sort of, I guess, encounters with things that I can't really explain are a lot to do with how I feel. So if I feel like, you know, the hairs on my arm are standing up or, you know, the back of my neck is, you know, those tingles that you feel, it's like something is not right in here. Somebody is, I feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm also that way. Yeah. But those are certainly, those are certainly some experiences that I've had that sort of shape, shape my, uh, frame of mind when it comes comes to to natural yeah yeah for sure i know i'm i also i had um when we i also feel like i can feel it like when we moved into this house Mm -hmm. like i feel an energy but I, i i'm not afraid and i don't feel like it's haunting so quote unquote or anything like that because i just don't feel i just don't it doesn't feel that way to me yeah. And I'll do things here every once in a while, but I'm like, I don't really, I just kind of brush it off because it's nothing notable. Like sometimes I'll, I'll hear something like, literally it sounds like something with a thousand papers just fell and yeah. I don't know where it's fall. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I still have never been able to find out what it was. Oh my God. For some reason, I just like, it doesn't scare me. Wow. Well, you're much better than I. I would have to, um, I would have to investigate once I found the courage. I do <laughs> investigate. What's that? I do investigate, but I never find anything usually, and I'm just yeah. like, huh, okay. Yep. You just kind of like write. And I text you, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, did you hear this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear this, but I just heard this, and uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, I, I do do that pretty often. I just try to investigate and see if there's anything that, uh, you know, that I can find to explain it, <laughs> um, you know. And if there's nothing, then, yeah, I certainly message what, you and see, like, what the hell is going on here? What's scary is when your dog also hears it, because then you know yeah. that it's what, what you heard was real and it wasn't just some imaginary... Yeah. Sound? Yeah. When the animals and children, you know, start, start, you know, hearing and seeing things. 
Yikes. I yep. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I would do in those cases. I would probably that would certainly bring to the forefront all of the, you know, activity that's around you that maybe you just can't even see or tell. I know. I, I really hope that my kid is creepy like that and that she tells me things that are creepy and <laughs> my reaction is just going to be like, great, I knew this was going to happen. I knew yeah, it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, you, you might rethink that, though, after a little while. You might be it's, hearing all kinds of creepy things, like, what is happening? Kids are creepy, and that's really funny that we bring that up because I was going to read some creepy kid stories today yeah. just yes. a couple random things that I saw um because man kids are so creepy they are and creepy so this one is so creepy let me read it to you okay when I was eight I woke up one night to a man in my closet he didn't say anything to me he just looked at me uh he just looked at me and watched me sleep a few weeks later, um, my mom told me about her brother who died before I was born, and she showed me a picture. Uh, it was the man in my closet. And that's Whoa. the end of the story. <laughs> you know, I feel like I would try to talk to the man in the closet, but also the kid, I'd yeah. be terrified to talk, because what is he doing in the closet? That and, like, I'll never understand when people... And their sleep are saying they're they're seeing something like they're half asleep and they're seeing something, but then they don't yell for their mom or like they right. don't yell for their or they don't wake up scared or yell for somebody. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah. what? Why aren't you yelling? Like if I was a kid and saw somebody in my closet, I would probably be like, for sure, scream my mom's, you know, yeah. for my for my dad immediately. <laughs> Because, so because it's like, how can you tell whether or not it's a ghost or a living being? Because right. my, my first reaction would be, that's a real person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Twins like, are danger and all that. Literally somebody broken into my house. Yeah. So that's what I would do. I'm with you on that. But also, if you did have some sort of understanding that maybe it was a ghost or an apparition that you really couldn't understand or that maybe you were um sort of too out of it to realize right I feel like I'd get myself there pretty quick yep <laughs> I'd try to figure it out um but I but I guess the story doesn't say how long she, you know it took her to took her to realize right the babysitting ones too get me because I, yeah. I, um, I can't really remember a time, like, I was creeped out babysitting, but I remember being, when I was being babysat, being scared, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was just because my mom wasn't there, my dad wasn't there, but I don't know, maybe it was yeah. that, but this one is, <laughs> what's another, okay, it says, I was babysitting my three-year-old sister once, we were playing out in the yard, and I asked her why she wouldn't ride her trike. Which maybe that's... Oh, tricycle. Okay. (laughs) She told me, she's going to be mad. I didn't think anything of it. Picked my sister up and tried to sit her on the the trike. I had never heard my sister scream so loud. Kicking me and crying. She's saying, she's going to hurt me. She's going to hurt me. Over and over. I freaked out and just walked inside with her. All day I kept asking her if everything was okay. 
And she said, yes, she's not mad anymore. And like, can you elaborate, please? This it stops yeah. right there. But it's like, do the, are kids just trying to get out of the stuff and making it up? Um, or I mean, that could be. That's a valid. That's a valid question. I wish there was more to that one, but here's what I'll tell you: is that I haven't had. I used to babysit a lot um, as a teenager. I would babysit like everyone's kids around us, um, and so I was constantly at other people's houses. I never had an experience like that um, where I had, you know, them telling me or, you know, experiencing it myself where there was issues. But I will tell you that I watched this movie, When a Stranger Calls, the most recent one, I think, which was in 2006. I just looked it up. Um, that movie, the 2006 version of When a Stranger Calls, I don't think that I could babysit the same <laughs> Oh, for God. months after watching that movie it horrified me it it was absolutely terrifying and it's about you know that sort of urban legend about the calls you know to the babysitter coming from inside the house um and holy yeah. moly that was a creepy movie there's nothing that will really creep me out than a movie a movie's plot based on you know something that could really happen or something you know that is just in any way based in reality right. um, and you know those really get to me like those will mess me up for months even now even now if I were to watch something like that it would just mess me up I don't like it at all <laughs> have like, you ever watched When a Stranger Calls either I don't think I've seen that one okay all right yeah, that, I'm kind of curious what I would think about it now, but I'm kind of too scared to rewatch it because <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time. This but, is funny. Um, this one is a picture of um, just a kid drawing, you know, like some silly kid drawing. And then yes. it says, the night before I laid um, our four-year-old daughter down for bedtime, he asked, um, my husband asked her to draw a picture and she started drawing this and started scribbling really hard. And when she was done, she said, isn't that scary? And while looking at him dead in the eye with a serious face, she said, help me. <laughs> oh, kids are creepy. Kids are creepy. The things that they say are just their imagination. And, you know, combined with, you know, the potential for them to, you know, just tell stories about the things that they see and hear and feel and you know and, you know, they have really big imaginations but yeah. sometimes they say things that are like beyond, beyond. Their, um I guess you know their age or their yes. capabilities they haven't learned this that much yet like if you're two or three and you're talking about you know the grandma your grandma that you've never met or yeah you know what i mean like yeah it's just beyond their but... comprehension even at that age oh my gosh i just i don't like it last night i had to go in to emma's room to see if she uh pooped because she was moving around a lot before bed and that's usually in her crib and that's usually what she does and then i have yeah. to like change. it's just a whole thing so i waited till she kind of fell asleep and then i went into her room and I like leaned over as far as I could to smell to see if she yes. went to the bathroom. And I didn't smell anything. And then I was like just standing there like looking at her and like, oh and then like 
maybe this is like when you're a baby Mm-hmm. And your parents, you know, are watching you sleep or like come in and like stand yes. over you while you're sleeping. Maybe that's where you get that like initial yeah. scare, like that feeling when yeah. you're, somebody's watching you sleep because when you were a kid, people watch you sleep all the time that's in the dark. True. You know what I that's mean? That's a very good point. Yeah, I do. I, I, I never thought about it like that, but that's certainly a great point um, to make never thought about it like that yeah they always feel like somebody is like just watching them um yeah that's interesting yeah yeah I thought so too I was like huh maybe maybe this is why it's weird (laughs) yes the other thing that's weird is imaginary friend when you're a kid and you have an imaginary friend like I don't remember having one do you remember having one did you have one I don't remember having one. Here's what I will tell you is that when I was a kid, I used I used to be like head over heels in love with this show called Ghost Rider. And Yeah, I remember I, that. Show. Yeah, I was very much wanting to be a part of that show. <laughs> so so much so that I wrote to a ghost friend that did not exist. Oh. <laughs> And so that was always very funny to me. Like now thinking back, like that's cute. Like what was I even doing? Um, (laughs) But I genuinely thought, you know, that I had a ghost friend. So that's the only real, but it's like at the time I knew that it wasn't real. I was just like, you know, trying to sort of role play, I guess you could say, um, (laughs) with Ghostwriter. And I just, I love that show so much. I loved all the characters on it. Um, Are you doing show? What's that? Are they going to redo that show recently? They actually did redo it. Um, and it's on Apple uh, Apple TV or Apple Apple TV Plus or Apple oh. Plus or whatever. Um, they did redo it. And I've actually watched it because I was so curious about what it would look like now. Um, and it's a much... Um, more sort of innocent version (laughs) where they're like investigating these like fairy tales Mm -hmm. um, you know in books and things uh, which is super cute and really sort of not as um, I don't know just not I mean obviously I'm an adult but it's not as compelling to adults but it would be I think I think uh, compelling to kids yeah Um, and so um, it, it's much different from from the way that I look at it um, compared to the ones that that you know were going on before. Because the other ones, the other episodes, um, you know, back I feel like the '90s is you know early '90s maybe um, that aired were mu- they were they were not focused on fairy tales from what I can remember. They were more focused on um, just like the real experiences. Um, mm-hmm. I would have to watch. I'm, now I'm kind of curious to watch an episode of what what that looked like um, in the yeah. '90s. But um, but it was more about their experiences at school and like trying to figure out like different things that were happening around them or at school or to people that they knew. Um, and their ghost friend, the, the ghost writer, would you know write to them and help them figure out clues and all of this. And that was very fascinating mm-hmm. because he would just show up wherever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. that, to watch that. I actually really need to get Apple TV because there's a couple other shows on there that I gotta watch. 
Definitely. I I don't they I'm certain that they have the old Ghostwriter episodes on YouTube. I feel like I've looked that up and I've seen yeah, um, a few of them. Um but I haven't had any other sort of experiences like that as a kid. My cousin had one. Um and I don't remember the name of the imaginary friend, but um it was very involved. Like, I remember it was it hit her best friend. And my I just remember my mom and my aunts talking about it all the time and just laughing. And then I just, I'm thinking about it, it's like, that's creepy. Yeah. Like, she, I mean, I know that kids, like we said, have an imagination, but uh, I don't know. I think to a point, it's like, did you imagine this into existence because that's a, that's a real thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's hard tulpas. to tell and they like have you ever heard of tulpas no what's that tulpa is um basically you know when you can talk something into you know like if you get really scared of something and you um talk yourself into like hearing something or seeing something oh okay. so there was this experiment done, um, and I, I don't know when, but they, this group of people, like, um, wrote down all these characteristics of this, of this person, and they mm-hmm. talked about where it was born, and they made up this storyline. So basically, a storyline about this person, mm-hmm. and they basically talked it into existence, and yeah. so. They were all seeing it. They were all hearing it, and it was—it's crazy. Whoa. There's a whole. Um, I'm not good at remembering the details of this one, but I'd have to look it up. But yeah, it's a real thing. So I wonder if like imaginary kids are like, or you know, friends are like that. Imaginary- Maybe <laughs> I can see that. I feel like you know how you hear these stories about. Um, kids sort of believing in these like strange you know there's just so many I'm trying to think of one in particular I would say Slenderman is kind of one of those stories where a bunch of kids like like as a as a group Mm -hmm. sort of believe in this sort of you know identity or character Mm -hmm. enough to where they believe it's real they you know it's it sort of almost brings it into existence I don't know I feel like it might have something to do with that maybe I don't know because Slenderman was one of those that was like an on the creepypasta it was like like a contest to draw some I can't remember so it was I think initially initially fake but then People were reporting actually seeing it, and those, you know, girls were yeah like murdered somebody, be- tried to murder somebody because Slenderman told them to. That's, um, that's, that's <laughs> so, so crazy. Yeah, I think that that's, that is definitely like real. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, as a kid, you know, you kind of get around in a group with your friends. It's like you each sort of build off of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, at least we did you know as kids and in, in sort of my group of friends um and we just you know we would tell spooky stories but there was also that sort of like 
group mindset of like we sort of know this isn't true but we're just kind of you know building it up to make it creepy Mm -hmm. um so I could certainly see that being the case with these types of like phantom you know imagery characters and all of that yep What's the yeah. other character that I'm thinking of um, where they were, it was a character that people, not Slenderman, but it was something else. And it, I feel like it was more recent. Oh, there are probably more, I'm sure. I can't remember what it was, but um, there was another character that sort of like was really creepy to the like strange mouth. Ew. Yeah, it was oh. really creepy. Is it the Momo one? Yes. That thing? Yes. I That's exactly I what I'm thinking of. I do not like that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like any of it. Absolutely because, not. That's yeah, so scary. It is scary. And, like, honestly, some of these characters and, like, sort of the stories that, you know, the kids sort of build around them um, are actually really dangerous. I feel like it like gets a little out of control. Yes. Um, so that yeah, very creepy stuff. I agree that and like, no, I do not. I do not. I do not like that. Yeah. That like every time I saw a picture, it was all over the internet. Like yeah, it was. After I was like every social media thing I was on, I would see its face. Yeah. I, no, I did not like that thing at all. Yeah, that was the ch- Momo challenge hoax. Yes. But there, but it was also associated with some really dangerous, you know, dangerous things where, you know, children were, you know, yeah. taking part in self-harm and all of that. So that was a really, you know, dangerous thing to be involved in. I mean, slim, slim, the Slender Man situation as well. I mean, that was certainly very dangerous. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful with you know. And kids are so like naive, and they'll do anything anybody tells them to do. You know, I had friends that I were peer pressured when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. Got in trouble for it. Yeah. So I can totally see that happening. Oh, here's an imaginary friend one. I don't know if this is scary. I haven't read it yet, but uh, this person says on Twitter. I don't she's replying to something so it's the same thing happened with my son his imaginary friend's name was John my brother John died two years before my house or not my house my son was born I had pictures of John and I said one time to my son he would have loved you and my kid said oh he does and he misses you oh wow yeah and that's you know those types of stories are also just very like how do you know that like they can be very um, hard to hard to believe, oh like because they're so sure about it in their response, you know. Yeah. yeah, like it just like roll right off the tongue, like yeah, exactly. No big deal. Oh my god, yeah, kids are kids are creepy for sure. There's a story that I um, that I that I just found. Um, I'll read oh. it to you. It's just yeah. a short little thing here. It says. My mom and dad passed just five weeks apart of unrelated cancers with mom and dad. Um, we had taken my son with us to my parents' house to feed their cats. 
My son was seven at the time, and he wandered downstairs to explore. Uh, at some point, he reappeared upstairs, strangely subdued. Okay, that, that first of all, is like, I would just be worried. Um, at the time, he hadn't yet learned to lie, nor did he make stuff up. My wife noticed his demeanor and asked, what's up, kid? And he said, Pop Pop is outside by the fence. I want to go home now. Wow. <sighs> yeah, that's... That's like... rough. <laughs> that's hard to... Um, you know, those types of stories, I would just be... I would say, okay, yeah, it's time to go. I would be... I would be too... It's time to go. We gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go home. Yeah, I don't... Pop is outside by the fence. I want to go home now. That's really... (laughs) I think there's something about, like, seeing figures or something Mm -hmm. standing. So I think it's just they're standing so still. Yes. I mean, and they're like, or the ones... So what really gets me is the stories where you can see something peeking. Or they talk about something peeking around a door. Or like okay. just, I I cannot with those ones. Those scare the crap out of me. I haven't heard about the peaking ones, but yeah, I totally hear you on the ones where you know, you know, the, the being just is just there. standing still. I can't take that's too much for me. Like wave or something. Like yeah, I don't it's know. eerie. <laughs> it's eerie. It reminds me of the movie. Um, oh gosh, what what's the uh, Jordan Peele movie? Oh, I haven't seen any of his yet. I want to see him, but I haven't seen him. It's us. It's called us. Oh yeah. Where the where the um, you know where the other beings are just like standing there still out in the driveway. <laughs> I just that's that's so creepy. I didn't have um, to see that. I haven't seen it yet. That one is really creepy. I highly suggest it. But Get Out and Nope. I haven't seen Nope yet, but Get Out was really good. Um, nope. Just, was- Interesting. I've heard a few things yeah. about it. But They're think- really nuanced movies. They're very detailed. They have like really strong themes that you can just like pull out all of this like deep, you know, information from. It's just it's so good. He's such a good filmmaker. Um and you know, I just he's amazing. Jordan Peele. He's he's yeah. yeah. This, okay, listen to this one. This one says when my niece was seven, she asked us why we were keeping all the dead grandmas in the attic. Then she laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Kids, you know, it's like kids are creepy, but they're also very, very funny. Where is she talking? What does she mean, the dead grandmas? What the heck? <laughs> okay, well, what about this? When my son was three, so this is a young kid. He started having dreams and visions of people coming out of holes and dancing in his room. He said they were trying to tell him something. He also said he would wake up to see faces in the dark and they were screaming at him. There were many nights when his screaming would wake me up and I would run into his room. It honestly sounded like he was being attacked. One night in his room, he was telling me about one of his experiences, and I saw a streak of white light move up over his face. Mm-mm. 
Another time, I ran into his room and he was up on his knees looking around the room. I didn't say anything and just continued to watch him in the dark. This went on for about 15 minutes. And finally, he looked at me and said one word, Manya. It was apparently his name for whatever spirit he was seeing. No. What? Manya? Manya, M-A-N-Y-A. Okay. That, I don't like that. Okay, so this story goes on. Let me just continue reading. It looks like there's some more detail that she gives. Another time on the baby monitor, we hear a loud male voice say, stop that. No. We happened to know a mother and daughter psychic team and enlisted their help. They tuned in and both said they saw an evil old man spirit from the 40s who brought in other souls to make mischief. What the heck? He also smoked a cigar. We often smelled cigar smoke in our hallway outside of my son's bedroom. They tried to cleanse the house remotely. They lived in another city. We thought all was good until one evening we were walking into our dining room to sit down when my son went flying forward into the table. He started crying and said that someone pushed him from behind. We kept our son in our room that night, and my wife and I both heard what sounded like an old man making gagging noises from my other son's room. Okay, you gotta move out of the house. Our friends put together a whole team, and they came and cleansed the entire house. It was quite a process, and our neighbors probably thought we were real weirdos, but they got the job done. We haven't had any issues in 10 years. It was really scary. That is terrifying. Um... That's terrifying. I don't know what I would do if I was in a situation like that because it's not like you can just sell your house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you would want to it. I mean, that's just me. I would be putting my house on the market and I would be moving the hell out of there. Yes. But I, it's not that easy. So like what do you do? I mean, yeah. I, what a strange that's that's so crazy. Ew, it's that like if baby if this... monitor thing. I'm watching a baby monitor right now. I do not like baby monitors. They're yeah. creepy just to look at. Yeah. And she started to sit up in them now. Like she can sit yeah. up in her crib, and she'll look right at the camera, and her eyes are just like <laughs> like white. Like. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like stop looking at the camera. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I I don't know what I would do, but if if this, you know, ghost was bringing other people through and terrorizing the children, yeah. you can put up with that, you no. know? I don't know what I, I Yeah, I think cleansing the house would be the best thing to do. Get out all the bad energy. Uh-huh. Send it on, send it on its way. I think that, so, just because I watch, you know, some ghost shows and stuff, I've learned from my favorite show, Kindred Spirits, which is Amy and Adam, and they're amazing, and they always are so respectful, even if they're, like, terrible, mischief, mean, like, really just bad spirits or whatever, and they find a way to, like, I don't know, work with them mm-hmm. <laughs> or figure out what's going on and like for one is for an instance in one episode 
they had it's it's to this day the scariest one I've ever seen. And they had this guy had like found a a boot in the attic at this house. Mm-hmm. And so for those that don't know, when you find shoes in the walls or in the attics, mm-hmm. keep them there. Don't don't take them out because they're there protecting the house from spirits. Mm-hmm. And people used to do that in like the 1800s. It was yeah. Long story short, he um, ended up putting one of the owner of the house ended up putting one of his shoes in the attic with the shoe that was there because they did some like research and like um, on the property and then the town and they figured out who lived there and the store kind of found some stories resolving of why he might be the spirit might be causing some issues for them or whatever and mm-hmm. so he. They did some cleansing stuff, some other other stuff, and he ended up putting one of his boots with that shoe in the attic, and it basically just was like a respect thing, yeah. and the, like he did not have anything happen after that. It, it wow. stopped. So wow. it's like you have to. I don't know. I'm not a professional, and I don't know everything, but I would want to try and figure out as much as I could. I think now that I have seen and read and listened to a lot of, you know, of the professionals talk about it, mm-hmm. um, it's not like it used to be in the old days where you just call over a priest and, you know, have him bless the house. That doesn't really do much all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's creepy though. I, you know, I would try everything. I mean, I would try, I would try just like getting as much of that out as possible. Um, Listen to this one. <laughs> it said, it says, once my daughter was four, she, she was waiting for me at the end of the hallway. When I reached her, I said, come on, kiddo, let's go. And she said, mom, I'm not waiting for you. I'm waiting for them. And then she pointed at the empty hallway and smiled. <laughs> wow. She was waiting for Wow. I don't like you know, that. it's also just so interesting how kids just they aren't able to separate maybe, you know, the worlds. They're just waiting on those who are in the room. Um Yep. It you know, that would be really <laughs> I feel like if I was ever made aware of a presence, um, you know. Yep. or I'm waiting for them or you know whatever the case it's going to be creeped out yep I uh, officially hope my kid's creepy though because then I will have a lot <laughs> to talk about <laughs> you yes. were hoping for that even before I know I used to tell you all the time Listen, yeah. Yeah. I hope my future kids are creepy I hope they do that to me <laughs> yeah I think she will. I think she'll pick up on your, um... I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> my interest and fascination. I know. My... I never got to ask my aunt this story, but she passed away, but my mom, or somebody told me that she... So it was my grandpa's sister, uh-huh. and apparently she said had some sort of, like, ESP or something, because... Uh-huh. She was walking up the stairs and, like, the phone rang at at their house. And she immediately fell to her knees. And she instantly knew. Or no, it happened, like, right before the phone rang. So she, like, Mm -hmm. fell down. 
the stairs, like, just fell to her knees, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, the baby died. And then the phone rang, and it was my somebody, my grandma or somebody calling to tell them that the baby had died, because my grandma didn't lose a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he was, but... And so, like, she knew. She just instantly knew, like, right before the phone call, phone rang. Oh. I never got to ask her about that story. That's a bummer. That's, yeah, that's really hard, too, especially, like, especially when it has to do with family and mm-hmm. the, the things that they're going through. It's, like, a really hard thing to sort of process. Like, I've had... Or, like, just, like, come to come to any sort of, like, understanding as to how or why it happened. Like, how mm-hmm. or why you're aware of those things. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the things that happened to me, I think I feel like the, the familial, you know, stories that I have about just feeling like something is happening, um, mm-hmm. that happens, like, when I was a kid. And now it's more like, it's never it seems like it's transformed to more lighter terms where I'm not feeling like something is necessarily like someone is gone, but I'm like, things that I feel now are more like, is everyone okay? Like, did something happen? Is something going on? Um, Like I can sense it. I can feel it. I don't, you know, even if they're, you know, miles and miles away, (laughs) um, I can still feel it. And then also, things that happen to me that are not necessarily um like life-altering things you know like the railroad situation that happened to me um I will never forget that oh yeah situation like but you gotta tell that story again real quick because I don't remember the details so I was there's you know this strip of railroad that is sort of in my area and um the railroad tracks have you know bars that come down and lights that go off the lights like the red lights will come on Mm -hmm. and flash but they they come on about i would say 10 15 seconds before the train comes so um you know there's enough time for everyone to stop and you know all of that so i was headed towards the train tracks and it's like it's like I had it's like I had like an out-of-body experience or like a vision it it felt very this seems so juvenile but it felt very much like a that's so raven kind of moment to me yeah (laughs) after I'm thinking about it it sounds so crazy to say that but that's truly the best way that I can describe it um where I, it's like I zoned out and I could see the flashing lights come on. Wow. Right before, like maybe 10 seconds before I crossed them, I saw them come on. And so, like, I immediately, as soon as I saw that happen, I started to slow down, um, you know, and then I found, I found that, you know, when I sort of came out of it, like seconds, it had to have been seconds later, um the lights were no longer on it's like i saw it happen in my head mm-hmm. but in reality that's not what was happening but then the second i crossed the second my wheels touched the railroad tracks the lights came on and it was like 
I saw it happen before yeah. it happened. And the chances of that happening... What's that? It's like a precognition, or what, is that what they call that? I think so. I don't know, it, but it was just so crazy because the chances of that happening... There, I think there's only like maybe two times a day when those railroad tracks are used, maybe more than that, but there's two very specific times a day, in the morning and in the evening. And like just the chances of that happening at the exact same time, and I was not aware of that. I was not, at the time, I was not thinking about it. I didn't expect for the train to be crossing that at that time. I was thinking about other things. Um, and you know, it was just such a strange experience um, mm-hmm. that I will never forget. It, it just sort of like shook me up after that. Um, I was yeah. on my way to a store and I sat in a parking lot thinking about this. Like, it all just happened. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened to me. Just like seeing something happen before it actually happened, it was just very very scary. I don't know if it was maybe my instincts preparing me for it because maybe I had some awareness of it that I wasn't conscious of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever had anything like that? I, I don't think we've talked about it, but I feel like I have. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but yeah, there are like moments that I've had before where I feel like I know what's going to happen and then it happens. Yeah. And that's exactly how it pans out. Yeah. I can't think of anything right now, but um, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, you know what's crazy is that I feel I look at it now, and it was like very scary. It like jolted me. Like I just yeah, it was very scary at the time. But now I look back on it, and I'm like, that's really crazy that I was able to do that. Like I just I, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. about me that allows me to experience well, your, like that your brain you know your ego comes into place and it's like yeah. trying to talk you out of having yeah experience even though you know you just had that experience <laughs> yeah and then the, like the other part of me is like how do I channel that more like I just right. want like how can I do that again because like, it's really fascinating at the same time like it's you know it is <laughs> It is very cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think this um, was a good start to our podcast. I have to go feed my kid now. Yeah. But I'll wake her up and feed her. But okay. Um, this, you know, was just like an introduction to, I guess, the creepy stuff. And mm-hmm. we'll do it. we have um, set up like an email. And it's so I can make sure I say the right name. <laughs> we also have an Instagram set up. Um, but you can, you know, it's going to be set up to email your creepy stories to. But um, it's uh, ycmopod at gmail.com. Yeah, you're creeping you're me out. Um, <laughs> and the same, same is for Instagram. Same thing. Mm-hmm. So you're creeping me out, pod. And yeah, send us stories to react to. I, I'm really interested to see what you know, experiences people have had and Yeah, me too. See what you know, see what we see just what we think. Find. Yeah. And just, we're getting close to Halloween. So I was gonna say um, just ever spooky season. My favorite. Yeah. It'll be fun to see what what comes about and um, Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's gonna be other well, stories we can collect. It's not professional. 
we're just gonna call each other and talk about creepy stuff so yeah it's gonna be great i think it's gonna be great (laughs) this is gonna be a lot of fun to do i think so too kind of focus this one sort of towards children today Creepy children yeah creepy kids um yeah we like creepy kids stories so exciting i know i'm excited gonna have to try and think of some other creepy stuff for next time too all right well it was nice to see your face i haven't seen you in a while see yours i know (laughs) we talk every day but we don't see each other very often (laughs) yeah we don't get to we have to do that more but all right cool well we'll chat again and um we'll be back i'll see how i can get this get this uploaded but awesome um yeah thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening